0: Oh, hello, hello. Welcome to the Engineered Entrepreneur Show. I am your host Sarah Sheikh. I'm an engineer turned multi-six-figure fashion designer and a business growth strategist. I have a master's degree in cybersecurity engineering and 25 years of corporate experience and a wife and a mother of three wonderful children. This is your show to learn from me and other inspiring entrepreneurs, the how-to's of brand visibility, business growth, funnel and website design so you can put your purpose into action. So if you are ready to uplevel your business strategy and your income to live your best life while making impact on the world, This is the show for you. I'm thrilled to have you here. So let's get rocking. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to our weekly guest expert interview. I'm glad to get back on our routine to do our weekly interview. And I'm more excited about today's guest. It's a good friend, uh, Deidre. She is a personal brand expert who has lots of experience in helping entrepreneurs build their personal brand and just leveraging and just growing their business using their brand. And I don't wanna just, you know, talk a lot about it, but I want to bring her on so she can tell us a little bit about her accomplishment and what she does. And I'm just excited that we're able to have her on, you know, today. You know, we have attempted for a couple of weeks and as you know, all entrepreneurs are busy. We could not connect and I'm just excited that we're able to connect today. So uh, let me bring Deidre on and we can get started. Hey. Thanks Welcome for me, Sarah. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and we can just get it you know started.
1: Yes. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I am DJ Wright. I'm a brand domination coach. I help you dominate your field, leveraging your personal brand, how to create an unforgettable personal brand that's going to attract what you desire, whether that's more clients, a better career, or just a more fulfilled life. And so I help clients who've done this in corporate America, as well as entrepreneurs and leveraging their story to build their cult following to make their dreams happen.
0: That is wonderful. When did you get started with this field, Deirdre? I know you've worked for Corporate America, but then you started your business. How long have you been doing this?
1: Yeah, so I would say, honestly, all my life I've been doing this, but I started as a side hustle on top of my business um, for a long time. I worked in the risk management consulting services and that financial services field, and then for industry magazine. And so while doing that and being director of Diversity Inclusion Institute for this magazine, I've come across a lot of people saying, we can't find diverse talent. And I'm like, well, I meet so many people because I was doing the job before. I was a broker, so I, I know so much talent. And that's when the idea came like, hey, there's opportunity to help people tell their story for more personal brand opportunities to be getting industry awards, to get featured in magazines, just to be known in their field. And that can help solve the gap between diverse leadership and opportunities. And so as a side hustle, like I said, I started mentoring people in this space and they loved it so much. And I started growing that and then it became a full-time business. Uh, December 2019 and from there I grew on and so I say this because a lot of us have our personal brand stories our personal brand missions within us It's not till we have a turning point in which we leverage them to best tell our stories of why we're so for me I was fueled by the fact there was a lack of diversity in the, in the industry in the media so that's why I started my business but for you out there watching I'm sure that you can leverage your skills figure out how do I best tell the story of my why so that my consumers my clients and my audience could better connect with me
0: that, that is wonderful. And I can really uh, you know relate to your story because um, I do still work in, you know, in the corporate field. but and then eight years ago, I started my clothing brand just based off of a need. You know once when sometimes you run into a need and even when you do not have a, bl- a plan to start a business, you see that you can fill that gap. And pretty soon before you know it, that becomes a full-blown business. And and definitely seeing those opportunities, taking that and even starting it as a side hustle and making it your full-time passion, um, it's awesome that you're able to fill that gap. Definitely diversity has been lacking, especially in the media. So um, it it warms my heart that you're able to do that and now you're helping entrepreneurs um, to get visibility. Now, what are some of the steps, I guess, entrepreneurs have to go through in order either to work with you or to get that exposure in media? So going back to my question, how would uh, people get you know, started with you as far as working and trying to get visibility, whether it's on media, you know, um, TV, magazine, etc.?
1: Right. And so the first step is we have a call. So part of it, I want to learn about your goals. What do you want to accomplish? How do you what do you think your challenges are and where do you want to go? And I think a lot of people are at that crossroads were like, okay, I know I want to be a sought after expert. I know I believe in my business that I can actually serve a purpose, but how do I best get seen? And how do I best make connections that can tr- can really change my life. I say this because referrals for your business can make or break your, your first year of your business. It also can make and break your reputation. And so part of that is figuring that out. And so once we get on a consultation call, we get to really map out what your goals are, the challenges are, and your next steps. And then we work together to build your strategy. I have two main ways I do that, one in the day and one in the month, depending on people's, um, their need for a personal brand transformation. And then there they have a, a roadmap on how they can actually attract what they want. Speak about themselves with confidence and really be known as a sought after leader in their space. And the key thing is making it so you're a niche celebrities in your industry is really what's going to make you stand out. I think the biggest issue with personal branding, you try to appear to everybody and build all those. It does not help you really become a sought after leader. So I help people identify what they want to do and brand themselves to be that leader in their industry.
0: Yeah, that is definitely one of the challenges that I see a lot of times, whether it is with my clients or prospects, is that they try to serve everybody and they really don't have clear direction on who their ideal client is. So, you know, trying to kind of help them is okay, niching down is really not eliminating prospect, you're actually you know, um, speaking to the, the ideal clients that you really want to be working with. There's no point in attracting clients or prospects that are not going to be the right fit, right? So what is your advice when it comes to people being concerned about niching down or just really being clear on their ideal client?
1: Well, I think the key thing is figure out who can I best help and how can I best help them? Um, like I said we can try to help everybody this for example like just because you know CPR maybe probably get a paramedic to help before you you know like figure out like just because you can do something that's not for everybody so think like what's the best way I can serve people if I have a skill like maybe you're accounting I'm really good at numbers I can help people save money on their taxes cool what kind of people are these you know people who are small business owners are they large corporations who can you best help I think figure out what am I best at who can I best serve and that will help you niche because then you become a special specialists, everyone likes specialists over generalists because they command more respect. They have more specialized technical skills and they can best help you. So the best way if you want to go mainstream is a niche so that you can be really good at one thing and from there grow your brand, grow your following and grow your reputation as an industry leader.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And what is what is your point of view when it comes to personal branding versus just branding? I know a lot of people say that personal branding is the way to go. And then I've also heard that, no, you don't want to tie yourself down to you know, your business down to your name, in case you want to walk away from your business, you don't want to be tied down to it. So what is your point of view, in, you know, in regards to that?
1: Right. My point of view is do whatever's best for you. And I say this, because no matter what, you're gonna to have to have a personal brand, regardless whether you want to have a personal brand, plus a business brand, brand is up to you. So that thing is, no matter what you have a reputation, And how you cultivate that will determine how many more opportunities you come up the pipeline, brand partnerships, people actually want to seek you out to buy your business. So whether you like I said, whether you want a separate business brand or not, that's up to you. And it should be some kind of connection between you and that brand. So people know it's affiliated with you. But at the same time. Like I said, people want to invest in people and their visions and what their story is. So I think the thing about you is like, what's the more strategic way to grow my brand? Is that through my business? Because people know my business more than they know me. Or is it if I'm just starting out, people know me. to so let me leverage my reputation to mm-hmm. then jump off my brand to make it an easier transition to from, let's say, a corporate professional to entrepreneur.
0: So what I hear you say is even if you want to have your business separate, it's always a good idea to have your personal brand because people do buy people, right? It's not just a service yeah. or a product. So for those that do not want to, you know, be upfront or have their, you know, themselves out there, they can still grow their business and still kind of have their personal branding kind of behind the scene type of thing. Yes. But the advantage of you know having a personal brand. Is that you can actually leverage that to sell your product or your ser- your service?
1: Correct? Exactly, correct. And at the same time, like I said, either way, or another, you should still have a professional bio, your about story, your origin story, your business. Like you still have, even if you are going to be leaning more in the business brand, you have to have these kind of stories down. Because people always I, I ask you, why did you start the business? What's your motivation? Tell us about yourself. So if you're not even prepared to talk about yourself, and your story. That'll be a disservice to your own business brand. So no matter what, like I said, you're gonna have to have that. So make it easier by starting with your personal brand and saying, "A part of my. What about my personal values? Do you want to make a part of my business? Because I'm pretty sure if you're a business owner, if you um, um, value integrity, if you um, value quality, that's gonna bleed into your business too. So why not talk about like my values or my core values are these things? And also this is why I started my business to embed. This product service with these values that I hold so dear to my heart. So I think it's really interconnected. If that makes sense, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you're right. Even uh, when you have a business brand, we always have a bio where you really talk about yourself because there has to be some type of origin story. Why did you start this business? And then you gotta talk about your core value, etc. Uh, but I've seen it and I've done it myself. Where with my first brand, it's my clothing brand of eight years, I've never put myself out there. I was mm. always person so and, and i could i could tell even though i didn't take a step you know to come forward and be uh, you know at the front and center but i could notice when other brands did it that it really makes a huge difference for people to see the person behind the brand
1: yes right? because it's like at the end of the day it's like if it's two competitors if it's coca-cola versus pepsi to me, they're pretty similar. Who do you pick? Oh, the brand that my grandma used to drink with me when we would hang out and, you know, watch TV shows together. Like, people connect memories with people, with experiences, with stories, you know, and the thing is, if you just showcase, hey, like, we're the same, like, you like to watch movies, I I like to hang out with my family, like, oh, I can relate to this person. The more relatable, the more referable you're going to be. So it's like the idea of how people get to know something about me, and also for those who worry about screening their ideal clients maybe like i don't want to take all kind of clients i don't believe all money is good money i feel like i want to have the right client not just any client well share some Mm -hmm. things about yourself do you kind of put hey you know i like to go i'm the type of person likes to go running on thanksgiving morning well that's gonna tell someone about your personality more than just saying about me blah 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 because like that's Mm -hmm. a different kind of personality than me sleeping in on thanksgiving if that makes sense so i say that because you kind of want to put things out there so people get a um a sense of your personality and if, hey, do our personalities align and match each other? For example, I'm a very direct person. So my copy on my website, you'll see very direct, bold language. I want to portray who I am in my experience. So then the clients get to the customer journey. They're not surprised by how direct I am, but that's also part of my method. So you also want to teach people who you are in your company, who that is, by having a personal brand to showcase what that is.
0: That is a good point. So the way you you know, operate your business or the way you convey yourself will help you narrow down your ideal client pretty much. Because people by seeing you, they can decide if you're the right person for them to work with you or not. So that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, what are some of the challenges that you encountered when you decided to go full blown in your business?
1: Um, the biggest, I would say mindset, I did not have the mindset that was growth oriented. And I was just Prone to experimenting. Like, I thought of mistakes as mistakes, not like, okay, let me tinker with this. Let me figure this out. And I think that was a frustration in the big. big, Because in the beginning, it's like, oh, I'm going to have this business. I'm going to do all this stuff. And like, it's slow. Like, you have to put in the effort to sow the seeds. Um, and not all of them are going to bloom at the same time. It does not mean that you're a failure. It means that maybe you're creating a long-term vision that's going to take more time. So if you don't have the mindset that, hey, I'm going to learn every day, I'm going to take risk every day, and I'm going to try to improve every day, it's really hard to have a flourishing business. So I think that was like the biggest thing. And afterwards, understanding how to stay in my zone of genius and how to leverage resources to help me with things. So I think those are the key things that I learned that's been really helpful as I grow my business those are pretty fantastic,
0: especially for everyone who's listening here because every one of us have some kind of mindset challenge, right whether the two that you mentioned or you know comparisonism because we are always comparing our day one to somebody else's you know year one. And, and, and it's not even intentional. It is really unintentional, but before you know it, you have compared yourself because you're looking at the result and you're wondering why you're not there, but you gotta remind yourself to step back and say, wait, wait a minute. They're probably have been doing this for years. So yes, yeah. yes. Alex is saying, yes, mindset is so important. Yeah, and, and we have this conversation within my coaching program, even though my coaching program is all about, you know, business growth. I always try to dial it back to mindset because sometimes mindset is what slows down, you know, their growth, because either just like what you said, you know, taking the strategic step or, or, or just, you know, the mindset blocks because you feel frustrated because you are not where your friend is, things like that. So it's, it's definitely key. What, what else, what other
1: can, I, can I add something? Um, no, once you get into this coaching role, cause like I'm used to corporate, like I was in corporate since I was interning in college. So it was, that was, I was institutionalized to do that. My dream was graduate from college, get a corporate job, retire from corporate, live the good life. That, that's what we were trained to do, not entrepreneurship. And so when you got, I got in this world, I started investing in coaches, learning things. And then I, along the lo- journey, I learned a lot of great things. But I also lost myself for a moment. And I forgot my it factor. And I say this because when we invest in coaching or help or whatever, Supposed to apply the strategies, but but make it our own. And I say this because I start start losing my personal brand and my touch, and then because I was trying to emulate coaches or try different things. So I would say another thing is figure out the strategy to make it your own. Because what happens is when you try to follow certain recipes, you lose your own personal, let's say, brilliance. And then you lose the attraction factor to attracting the ideal clients. Like I, like I said, I was an uptick doing things and I started pivoting my, my strategy and I lost myself and I lost leads. And so I say this because I think the easy thing to do is copy and paste what other people's strategy is. The hardest thing is to figure out how do I apply this to my wishes, and, wishes and desire and take a risk of doing something outside my comfort zone under my brand and under my voice and not trying to copy somebody else's. So I say that to all the newer coaches or newer entrepreneurs is definitely lean into what your intuition tells you and make sure that you don't lose your voice while you're growing your business based on other people's strategies.
0: And I understand what you're talking about, Andrew, because you know we've learned, you know, some of the similar strategies, and I've spoken to other people that have said that have said something similar. Like this does not really work with you know with me or with what I believe in. So yes, learn, try to take as much as you can, and make it your own. Sometimes don't just follow it a step by step because it may not really fit your personality. Try to make it your own, and if it doesn't work for you. Uh, just go with what, like Didri said, what your intuition tells you, because forcing it is not going to help you either. No, okay. it's not. <laughs> forcing it is not going to help you be frustrated. You're not going to be happy with your business. And um, definitely listen to your intuition. I mean, take the advice of your coaches, implement it. Don't make a judgment before you implement it and try it some of the things that I see are like people learn, learn, but they just never take the step. They never take the action. So that is, yeah you're not you're not really uh doing yourself a favor you when you do that but once you implement and you figure out that that's just not a strategy that works with you then try to pivot and try to work you know what really works with you definitely follow your intuition you know what are you good at because what you're learning may not really align with what you're really good at you might be really good at just having that personal connection one-on-one rather than you know the group you know approaches so uh, it's definitely different for everybody, right?
1: Yes, yes. And I want to also talk about part of this is the confidence and the personal brilliance. So I get to talk to people about how to build a personal brand that's says unforg- for unforgettable. The ones are people like, man, something about when, you know, Sarah enters a room and people just can't help but stare at her. And it's part of that's that confidence. We have to really think about what do we bring to the table and not devalue that. I think a lot of times we go Around in business and in life and we have the different challenges if we forget how much we're experts how much we're actually resilient and able to do things and so we have to come into situations with confidence that hey i am not perfect but i don't have to be i just have to try with my best effort to be of service to others to act with integrity and to promote how i can help others and if we do that consistently you will attract people but if you're afraid of, you know, or if you don't even see your value and worth, it's not going to, you're not going to attract people because they're not going to see you as worthy. So we have to start from within. And it's mm-hmm. something I heard about. It's like, you know, you got to see the it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really if you don't believe in the transformation of your business, if you don't believe in what you're bringing to the table, it's really hard to get others to believe in it too. So you have to start with within if you want to attract those ideal clients or ideal opportunities that you dream of every day.
0: That is such a good point. And I do see that a lot of times, especially with women, not having that self-confidence, not believing, believing in ourselves, but you're right. Focus on, you know, identifying your skill set and you have to believe it first before other people can believe it. Yeah. You can't
1: You can't. You can't believe yourself, right? Yeah. And so, cause I meet clients, I have clients like, I have one is like, I have, she's like, I I don't feel comfortable speaking about myself, and I'm like, okay, let's work on this. And like in the process, we had an eight-week um, coaching program I put her through, and she went from not wanting to speak about herself to actually being selected to be on the podcast and speaking about herself and her work. And on top of that, pitching an internal project at her Fortune 500 company that senior leaders bought in on. And I'm like, look at you and taking ownership. And I tell people it could be anything from that to uh, help clients um, develop LinkedIn strategy in which they get visible. Two of my clients got corporate contracts from that, both women and women of color businesses. So I say this because part of it's like just showing up. They're like, they were afraid to be on LinkedIn. They're like, they're used to Instagram. And I'm like, you know what? Let's think about this. If you're qualified to be on Instagram and get all these different contracts and clients, you're qualified on LinkedIn. Let's just showcase your brilliance and see what's out there. And they connect and got opportunities. So I just say this because. It can go from the mental to the actual putting your content out there, taking that risk. But then you also reap the benefits when you bet on yourself and put yourself out there to meet the people who actually need your services and who can, who, who want to support you. You wouldn't know that if you don't put yourself out there.
0: Exactly. And it's also it's a cultural thing. Sometimes it's like the way we're, you know, we're raised. We have been taught not to brag about ourselves or, you know, you don't really talk a lot about yourself. So there's a lot of undoing that we have to do, uh, you know, to to get past that you know, belief and to have the courage to put ourselves out there. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done.
1: That is true. I had a client. So I like, guess I serve all kind of industries. I have clients who an attorney, and then I serve also man, woman, attorneys, respected professionals. I had artists, healers, tarot card readers, cannabis, disp- dispensary owners, like all kinds of folks. And so I had one who was a healer. And like, I, I was like, let's redo your bio. Let's reflect what you're doing. And when I got to it, because I had been, you know, working with her in a group program for like weeks, you know, I never knew. She'd like, published three times and did all these different ceremonies for like large um, Bay Area Area festivals, like in the Black Joy Parade, other ones, and she all these Fortune 500 companies. I was like, you've done this stuff? She's like, yeah. I'm like, why aren't you speaking about it? I would never know that if you never speak. She's like, well, I never thought to do that. And I think a lot of us forget about our accomplishments. So I tell everybody, if you have a spare 10 minutes for 10 minutes just quickly write down what have you accomplished this year what have you accomplished the last 10 years just remind yourself like wow i've done a lot of things but if you forget it sometimes you forget your value so i say this because a lot of us are already stars in our own right but if we don't shine and twinkle what we got others will not see it and i will tell you now there's a lot of mediocre professionals out there and businesses getting Lions, you your business, because they promote themselves, while there are others who are really qualified, who never speak about themselves, don't get any clients, and then that's a disservice to the public. So you have to bring yourself to be of service to others.
0: And I'll be honest, that's one of the challenges that I'm, I personally am working through Because of just the upbringing, you know, talking about yourself was not a thing. And I remember a few months ago, I was in a mastermind with one of my coaches. She actually called me out because I said, I don't really have an interesting story. And she just, a few minutes later, she was like, "Hmm, let's take a look at Sarah. She did this, 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 this. this, And she said that she doesn't have a story. What do you guys think? I was like, oh, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, so it's. We just have to remind ourselves, like you said, I think that's such a good idea to to write it down, write down what you have done. And and I think reading it over and over again and just believing it is is really a great strategy because we undermine our accomplishments.
1: Mm. And also, if if you don't see it in yourself, get some of your friends, ask them, hey, what am I really good at? What do you think that like I should be showing off more, talking about more that I'm good at that I don't? Ask them, and if you don't have that circle of friends, really investing in that circle of success supporters, those that you feel like you can tell your deepest desires. Hey, I want to make X amount of money, I want to make a million dollars in my business this year. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to. Can you keep me accountable for that? Can you keep me encouraged with that? Or hey, I want to try for a baby this year, and maybe I struggled in the past. Like Find those friends who are going to support you, and if you don't invest in that, because I will tell you this, besides your own technical abilities and your confidence in yourself, your circle will determine your future. If you don't really invest in having the best circle who are supportive mm-hmm. and have a good mindset, you're also going to stay down, down there, too. So when I think about what's been the benefits of being in, in masterminds or different programs, for me, obviously, it's the strategies. But besides that, it's a mindset. Once I was in these programs and seeing people actually make six figures and launches and make the million dollars in their business, I was like, oh. That's possible for me, too, because mm-hmm. that lady over there is just as smart as me. So I say mm-hmm. this because we got to start thinking, like, besides our money and time, who are we investing our energy in? And are they worthy of our time? If not, what am I going to do to commit to myself today that I will only be what people are going to nourish my dreams and support
0: mm-hmm. them? That's, yep, that's fantastic. Don't waste your time with people that are not going to add value to your life or your bottom line, right? <laughs> yeah i like that it's time to do spring cleaning (laughs) amen (laughs) i mean we have to do that because you know there are time wasters and then there are people that just don't build you up you know they're going to continue to knock you down you just got to just x them out there's you got to be around people that are going to support you you know your dream and you know the life that you're trying you know to make for yourself if they're going to continue to mess with your mind if they're going to continue to mess with your time they're not serving you at all
1: exactly time to get yeah time to and, what, get and what's that to do with personal brand you might be thinking like about that they are going to either make or break your business because I would say I'm blessed with really good friends because they'll refer me business. They're not afraid to showcase and put me on. And I say that because sometimes you might have people in your circle who are jealous or don't have confidence in themselves. And they think, oh, well, I don't know if I refer this, how is that going to reflect me in you don't want that kind of energy because your friendship circle now they don't have to be your clients because your friends don't always match up as your ideal client right. but if they meet somebody who can be of service that you can service you would hope that they'll actually showcase opportunities share opportunities um, I, I work and cultivate relationships that we share opportunities whether it benefits me or not I'm sharing hey there's a conference you should speak at I have a connection you want to speak to them or hey meet this person because I know that is helping me align someone with their goals. And that will only pay itself forward long-term anyways. But if we don't think about things besides ourselves and cultivate those relationships and have the discernment to pick those relationships, that was gonna, that's going to limit our success for our business. So we have to be very um, aware of our reputation, who we're bringing to our circles to be aligned with our personal brands.
0: That's fantastic. There's one thing that I started to be intentional about this space is uplifting other people. Meaning like if I know someone has you know, either an event or if I know you know who they are and what service they provide, I intentionally share it with other people because I know somebody else is going to benefit from it. And then the fact that just taking that, you know, five minute or two minute to share that, you know, whatever you do good for other people, it really comes back to you, right? I really believe in that. and then uh, just sharing the benefit. I mean I know I know you have known you, and I honestly wanted to bring you so everybody here in my group can hear about what you do so they can really benefit from it. So and I hope you all took a, you know notes. and for anybody who's coming later on, definitely listen to this. and you know, if you guys have any questions, definitely ask. and also tell us, Deidre, how can they connect with you?
1: Yeah. So if you're ready to dominate your field, you know, brand your brilliance and really put yourself out there for unforgettable personal brand. Let's talk. Go to DJWrite.com and we can book a call to talk about literally what your goals, what your challenges are, and like map out your next steps to get to where you want to be. And I love doing that for people because I love seeing people transform from, you know, low key leader to industry celebrity. So book a call and we can get started.
0: That is fantastic. Thank you so much. It was so awesome to have you. I know we had a hard, you know, uh, cut off time because you have another, you know, um, activity or event that you're yeah. connected to. So I wanted to be respectful of that. It was awesome having you, and I'm sure we're gonna reconnect it again and do something again. So um, look forward to that. And I just want to thank you so much for giving us the time and you know spending this time with us.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for the stage and the community. And uh, you know, ladies, keep pushing it forward. You have everything you need right now to be a success. Just share your story and be a service to others.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Deidre. You have an awesome day. We'll keep in touch. All right. You
1: too. Bye.
0: Take care. Bye. All right, everyone. You guys have. Heard it. Deidre is such an amazing person. We are we met, um, you know, in our coaching community. And Kelly Roach and I've been following her. She's a great, you know, brand expert. So if you guys have any questions, definitely reach out to her. We'll go ahead and put her information in the comment section if anybody wants to connect with her. If you guys know anyone uh, or an expert that you would like us to invite. Let us know. We want to make this consistent because I would like for the community to learn from other experts, get exposure, you know, to other experts so you can kind of reap the benefit from their skills, their knowledge. So definitely let us know. Um, I want to thank everyone. If you come back and listen to this later on, just put a hashtag replay that just gives us, you know, feedback that you guys are listening to this or so we're, we're putting this effort for you guys. Okay. So we wanted to see your feedback as far as, you know, whether you're listening to or watching these videos and then if there are expert that experts that you guys recommend we invite let us know we'll be glad to do that i want to thank you guys and you guys have an awesome monday afternoon take care Thank you so much for joining us today. Connect with us on Instagram or join our Facebook group. Links for our Instagram and Facebook group will be in the show notes. Join us for another episode next week. Until then, keep rocking your purpose.